This is Hold On, We Got This. A podcast by a husband and a wife about life. Life has its ups and downs and adversities. And that's when you take a deep breath and say, Hold Hold On, We we Got got This. Okay, hi. We are on with Jason Ackerman of Thunder Bros. Am I saying your last name right, Jason? You did. You nailed it. Thank goodness. Good job, Allison. Um, So, hello. Thank you for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, you are the CEO and one of the founders of Thunder Bros. Tell our listeners what Thunder Bros is. Well, Thunder Bros was created to bridge the gap between performance training. We come from a CrossFit background and prior to that, an athletic background. And we realized, hey, we love this performance. We love being fit. We love chasing these scores, but our bodies didn't always reflect that performance. So in other words, we might be really fit, but there was something still missing. And then Thunderbro bridged that gap by adding hypertrophy training. So more of the classic bodybuilding, the stuff that most people, when they join a gym for the first time, start by doing the typical chest tries, back buys type of thing. So we bridge that gap. There's still plenty of performance training in there. There's plenty of, hey, do this for time, do this as fast as you can. But then there's a lot of, hey, let's get swole. Right. I love it. And talk a little bit about, um, at least I understand this to be the case, but you can tell me if I'm wrong. Um, There's a difference between bodybuilding and functional bodybuilding. Is that right? I'd say, yeah, there's a difference in everything out there. But primarily when you're saying, is there a difference between just standard bodybuilding and functional bodybuilding, it would be the movements being used. So (laughs) for example, if, you, if anyone's done a typical chest day at the gym, they may do something like a pec deck, you know, where you sit on the machine, your your arms are bent at 90 degrees and you're opening and closing like you're hugging somebody, which mm-hmm. might be great to develop big a big chest and, and develop, you know, big pecs. However, not necessarily a functional movement, meaning you're probably not going to do that outside the walls of the gym. Mm -hmm. where functional bodybuilding will incorporate more movements that you're going to do outside, be it push-ups or bench press or pull-ups if we're doing a back day or presses if we're doing a shoulder day. So just think about movements you do in everyday life, and those Mm -hmm. are the movements you should be doing inside the walls of the gym as well. I love it. It's been such a big difference in my life because I was doing, I'm not an athlete by nature at all. I'm an actor. (laughs) So uh, it's the last thing that I ever did when I I was a kid even. Um, But uh, I was doing CrossFit for a little while and I was noticing a lot of issues with my shoulder. And like you were saying, it's like I was doing great on the board, but my body wasn't really receptive to what was happening. and, And a lot of times it was really very unhappy. So being able to focus in and doing the hypertrophy really gave some opportunity to those smaller muscle groups to really develop and get strong so that I was actually feeling good while I was working out the best you can yes. when you're working out. Um, so that's very cool. Um, well, one of the things I think with that I found, cause I'm a, I'm a CFL one myself and I've coached and, and one of the things I found with Thunderbird when I started doing it was all my nagging little injuries that I had that I couldn't quite overcome, um, through typical CrossFit training, because oftentimes what we do in CrossFit is that we go from a to like J 
where we yes. should be A to B to C in, in developing those, those, those movements and those smaller muscle groups um, to avoid those injuries. And I think that's not necessarily a, a derelict of the programming of CrossFit or any affiliates issue, but it is kind of something that our egos are writing checks that our bodies can't cash. Would, they, would you agree with that, Jason? Yeah, I think that's, you know, I still love CrossFit. I still work for CrossFit. I still enjoy doing CrossFit workouts. You know, the challenges, especially for newer people, like you said, it might be your first exposure to working out and you're like, this is a ton of fun. I want to get really good at it and really fast. And like you said, you jump from A to J and all of a sudden you haven't developed all of the smaller muscle groups that we need to be working on. A lot of people join CrossFit and before they develop the ability to do a strict pull-up, they're hanging from the bar doing 20 kipping pull-ups. And that's an issue because if you're doing kipping pull-ups prior to doing strict, you're probably going to really tax some of those muscles that aren't quite ready for that yet. So it's not like you said, a CrossFit problem. It comes back down to affiliate owners and coaches making sure they're setting their athletes up for success. Absolutely. Um, now, uh, Jason, you, as I mentioned in your bio already, um, you were a, uh, affiliate owner, a CrossFit affiliate owner. You, uh, took part in the ownership of three different CrossFit boxes, three different CrossFit gyms, um, and now Thunderbro. So what led you to want to be a small business owner? I mean, it's no easy feat that we do this. You know, all these years later, I don't think it was anything that led me to say, hey, I want to be an entrepreneur or I want to be a small business owner. I just didn't want a real job. So <laughs> that kind of was a, you know, accident that happened of saying, hey, I remember I graduated college in 2000 and all of my friends went to New York City. We were living in upstate New York. That's where we went to school in, in Albany, New York. And all my friends were going to these really lucrative jobs, but they were also moving back in with their parents. And I was like, no way after four years of freedom am I moving back in with my mom and dad. So <laughs> I just stayed in Albany and I was working at Gold's Gym making $8 an hour. But I was like, this is amazing. I have my own little apartment and I can do what I want and I make my own schedule. It was tough. My friends were making, this was like at the boom of the, finance and economy and they're making six figures out of college and I was scraping by okay. but I used to remind myself when I was on a teaching a spin class or training someone one-on-one -on -one, the alternative was sitting at a desk working for someone else and I think deep down I was like one day one day and I got a master's degree kind of with the ambition and hopes of becoming a teacher or some sort of school psychologist. But by the time I was done with that and by the time I was ready to do it, I had done well enough in this kind of entrepreneurial role that I no longer had the need to do it. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. That is so that, cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, I think so often it's like the independence of entrepreneurship. And we've um, one of our other guests uh, shared the sentiment with us that um, – we're just really bad employees. Yes. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, I, I can do a good job for people, but at the end of the day, I'm not happy doing a job, achieving someone else's goals or dreams. I'd rather, you know, scrape by here and there and achieve my own stuff and, and have some ownership and some agency. So I think that is, uh, I think that's really cool. And it's almost like once you've had the taste of that freedom, there's no turning back. Right. No, You'll do isn't. anything right. to just I'll work 80 them. hours a week to not work 40 hours a week. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, Jason, now, um, you know, 
can you talk, kind of elaborate on your on your CrossFit career a little bit? You know, with, you know how you got started in it, how you got to uh, affiliate ownership because that's a especially three times over. That's has to be quite the interesting journey. Yeah, so like I said, I, I finished college, going about my master's, just kind of a slow route, a few credits every semester, really just to make my parents and my grandparents happy at the time. Like, yeah, I'll get a real job one day, and you know, so around two thousand and. It's slowly happening, and around 2005 or six, I'm I've moved up the world a little bit at the Gold's Gym, and I was working at a few other typical type gyms, teaching classes and and running a few of the programs there, and doing okay. And I was getting to the point that I was debating if it was time. I had just finished my master's. Should I get a real job? And right at that time, you know, it's like they say, like when one is ready something will present itself. And right at that time, I, I trained jujitsu and my buddy, we finished practice one day and he shows me this magazine and he says, have you heard of this CrossFit thing? And it was an article about Chuck Liddell and how he uses CrossFit to train for mixed martial arts. Huh. And I hadn't seen anything about it. I had never heard of it. I look at the magazine and you know, as a lot of people at that time in CrossFit will attest to, you kind of go home type in CrossFit, Google it, and this really antiquated, old-looking website pops up. Like, An old message board. <laughs> yeah, with a message board, and it's like, you know, looks like a, a kindergartner built it. And like most people, you just kind of dig in a little. I'm like, okay, I'll try this out. And I remember the very next day, I hit my first CrossFit workout, and because I was still training people, I started to implement that into their one-on-one -on -one training. And, and very quickly, I came to the realization of I can probably handle more people at once so I can work less hours but make more money. And that's what sold me on it. Awesome. That's perfect. Very cool. So um, uh, switching gears here a little bit, I wanted to ask and see um, – how your business, how Thunder Bros is sort of faring through um, coronavirus and, and the quarantine and shutdown. I know so many gyms are really suffering through this, um, even through reopening as the parameters are so stiff. Uh, for you guys, you're in online programming um, where people can, you know, pay for a subscription and access your programming and workout from anywhere. So how has COVID affected your business, if, if at all? Yeah, I mean... I hate to say it because it's been such a you know terrible time for so many, but it's it's really only impacted our business in a in a positive way. I mean, obviously, you know, we have friends and we have family that are out there, and whether it's you know they were sick or they're they're dealing with the financial implications of this, you know, we're all dealing with that. But from our business perspective, we we kind of knuckled down and we were like, okay, we need to be prepared. We don't know what's going to happen for the next few months. Dave and I had a lot of talks, you know, when this was all going down and then we realized, wow, people are training at home now. They need this programming. And we, we made a few smart decisions. We implemented a new program that we call dumbbell anarchy meant for people that were training at home with limited equipment. And we offered nutrition coaching for the first time. So we made a few smart decisions along the way, but you know, because we're not a brick and mortar and because we couldn't be shut down, it, it, it's been okay for us. 
That's awesome to hear. I'm really glad to hear that, actually. Um, and and I think, you know, while I appreciate your um, your sympathy for other businesses who may not be faring as well, you know, I think that is amazing. And I think any success that we can see for the small business world is a win for all small business. 100%. Um, so really, congratulations on that. And I'm so glad that you, because as small business owners, we have to innovate. We have to pivot. We always have to be ready. Yeah. And it sounds like you guys did that and you're positioned beautifully um, to really be able to um, to take advantage of this moment in time and and really let your business, you know, reach more customers. And at the end of the day, it's a really good business where you're helping people get fit and yeah. feel better. So and I they're mean, able to do it at home. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it. And, and we really tried to empathize with our members. We, you know, plenty of people lost their jobs and I don't think you get involved in the fitness industry if you don't care about other people. So we certainly gave away plenty of free memberships or let people continue to to train with our programs. We we weren't going to cause you know they had enough grief going on. We didn't want to take away more of, of their you know their way of dealing with it through exercise and through fitness. So we did our best to support our community and and like I said we. We created our Dumbbell Anarchy program and we gave it away for the first month just to give people something to be excited about. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I have to attest that Dumbbell Anarchy is that's what we've been doing since <laughs> middle of March when we couldn't go to our gym, our home gym here in Denver anymore. And it literally saved my life. <laughs> it has definitely saved your life. And something we don't talk enough about in this country is the effect that stress has on our immune system. And if we are working out properly, we can actually influence our immune system in a positive way. Um, so can you talk a little bit about that, about just like how fitness affects us with our immune system, um, how, what, what more we can do and how important it is to maintain low stress and a good workout regimen? Yeah, I think so many people, when they think about, hey, I want to get fit, I want to get healthy, immediately just think, okay, I've got to join a gym or I've got to exercise, which is, of course, important, but it's only really one piece of the puzzle. If you're looking at it from a bigger perspective, you know, there's sleep, there's stress, and there's nutrition that are also involved. And fitness is is a huge part of it. But if you're ignoring the other three things, and like you're mentioning specifically, stress right now, you could actually do more damage. You know, training in and of itself is a stress. So if you're stressed out at home and you're not sleeping well, perhaps you need to take time off of the gym, you know, not go in there and smash yourself and, Mm -hmm. and really beat your immune system down. So we need to be looking at all four of those pillars, if you will, sleep, stress, fitness, and nutrition as working together to build that immunity. And I know for, for, you know, who knows exactly what's going on, but when they talk about COVID and they talk about this virus, it's impacting those that are immunocompromised. So yeah, this is the time of your life where, and I hope, you know, if there's any positive that comes from this, the people that were at risk are realizing, okay, I need to do something to promote my own health and well-being from now on. That is so important. I personally have celiac disease, which is uh, an autoimmune disease. 
And I hone so closely into my diet and to my workout regimen, my sleep, and then most importantly, because I'm a business owner, my stress. And I am so happy to hear you say the importance of all four components. And it isn't just like, I don't care if you're tired. I don't care if you're uh, if you're not eating well. You need to get into that gym and you need to crush it every day. And that's the way you're going to get fit because that isn't all of it. So that's awesome um, to yeah. hear that. I've, I've told people, you know, it's not good for business, but I tell people if I had to give up one of those four sleep, stress, nutrition, or fitness, the workouts should be the first thing to go. Really right. your, your sleep and your nutrition are probably your priority stress also being important. And, you know, we don't always have control over that, but we have control over our nutrition. We have control for the most part, over how much sleep we get. So we need to make sure those are dialed in because, like I said, if, if you go to the gym, especially with our programming, you know, that can that can be really challenging. It could actually decrease your immune system, which is the opposite of what we're looking for in this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot of people don't realize this, that, you know, they think going to the gym, that's a stress relief. In many cases, it is mentally, but then there's the stress relief or the, the, the stress that you're putting on your body. And then you put on, you know, that that constant stress from from whatever you're experiencing in life. And then you, then your body tries to recover. And if you're not sleeping right. or and or getting enough nutrition or proper nutrition, all that all that stuff that you're trying to positively You're never impact. coming out of stress. Exactly. Right. You're never recovering. You're mm-hmm. never going to see the gains that you're trying to get. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you said that, uh, Jason. I think it's really valuable for people to hear professionals in the fitness industry talk about how important the, all the components are to being fit and being healthy. Jason, has Thunderbro kind of um, started thinking about what business is going to look like for you guys specifically, you know, once, you know, things begin to come back to quote unquote normal? We, yeah, we talk every day and we start to think about, hey, what can we do differently? What are some of the, the new projects that we can be working on? So we're, we're constantly trying to evolve and pivot. I mean, right now we're we're pretty content with where we are, but we're, we're certainly looking to grow. We have seminars, for example, where we've traveled the country teaching people about our methodology. And we've realized with what went on, people are going to be traveling less. So this give, gave us an opportunity to rethink that and, and look to doing something online versus in person. So little things like that where we're just trying to see, I mean, who knows? We, there's so much uncertainty out there, but we're, we're trying to do our best to be proactive and, and make some smart decisions. Cool. That, that's that, very cool. That's awesome. Um, now, just to redirect a little bit again. Um, so every small business owner, every human being typically has um, a mission. And with Thunderbro and with you personally, what, what has been your mission? And maybe how has that mission changed through the years of your experience being an affiliate and, um, and then starting, you know, starting Thunderbros? What is that mission? You know, when I, when I first started doing this, it was like I said, really just, hey, I don't want a real job. So this works. And then I realized, especially with the CrossFit affiliates that I owned, it wasn't just about getting people in shape, but really about impacting their life. So be it with CrossFit or be it with Thunderbro, it's really for me all about helping people live their best life. You know, it's hard. I I realized throughout my affiliate ownership that if you're not happy with what you're seeing in the mirror, it's really hard to be happy in life. It's really hard to to leave your house and think this is going to be a great day because the first thing you see 
it isn't pleasing. It isn't making you happy. It isn't getting you excited. So for so many people, by changing their body and also changing their mindset, it allows them to do so much more with their life than they ever dreamed they were capable of. Yeah. And and just seeing something different in the mirror, whether that is somebody who's incredibly fit and very cut or it's somebody who, you know, like me, who's a little curvy and still a little soft in areas. I know when I work out, I look in the mirror and I see something different. I see more confidence because I just feel better about what I'm doing. And I know that I'm I'm making my body healthy. So I think that that image in the mirror does make a big impact. Um, well, and for me personally, you know, being a CrossFitter since 2009, you know, I never achieved the, the aesthetics I was looking for mm-hmm. until I got involved um, with Thunderbro. And so it was like, finally, I've seen after this all this time, the, the definition where I want to see it and things like that. So yeah, that was definitely a positive thing. And you know, forgive me. Um, I have I just realized I've been saying Thunderbros and it's Thunderbro. So just for our listeners, it's Thunderbro singular. I say Thunderbros because whenever I see your pictures on our old um, um, hypertrophy booklet. It's you. Uh, hey, Charles and, and yeah. Dave. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, it's the Thunder Bros. But the company name again is just Thunder Bro. Yes, uh, with, j- without an E. Without oh. an E. Yeah. <laughs> without any plural. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, um, how would you personally define success? Oof, when, I, when I think about success, I just think about being able to live a life you enjoy. You know, and, and for me, it's really just about being able to wake up every day and know that I'm doing things that I enjoy, hanging with the people I enjoy being around and making some sort of positive impact on the world, even if it's just with one person. But but knowing I'm, I'm, I'm waking up every day with a purpose and able to contribute in a way that excites me. I love it. That's excellent. Um, so the name of this podcast is Hold On, We Got This. And that name was born from uh, Casey and I starting this right as our business was shut down for coronavirus. And we realized that there were so many times in our life and uh, in, in our life as business uh, entre- as entrepreneurs, but also just as people, many times in our life where we'd be faced with adversary, adversity and say, you know what, we got this. Um, and so we're asking everybody that we're interviewing on this small business um, series, we're asking if there's a time in your life or a time in your business and entrepreneurial um, past that you've said, you know what, hold on, I got this. You know, there's there's a couple of specific times, but like you said, it's really, for me, opened my eyes. I sold my three affiliates in 2014. And at that point, I was just like, okay, what now? I don't own any gyms. I really have nowhere to go. You know, this is a great opportunity to get a real job, to make that change if I wanted to. And I think from having that success and realizing, okay, I created that. I did that by myself and it turned out to be way more successful than I ever dreamed possible. That was that moment in my life that I was like, I got this. There will never be a time that I can't overcome this. I can't battle through the adversity. And 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 knowing that even to this day, you know, when, when the pandemic hit and we didn't know what was going to happen, a lot of people, I think, immediately switch modes and kind of go to a fear mindset and a, you know, worst case scenario mindset. And I think it's okay to explore that, to, to think about, okay, what is the worst case scenario? But very quickly, you need to regroup and have that attitude and that belief system that, 
I can make it through this. And no matter what life throws at me, we got this. And, and for me, it was that time. And, and then prior to that, it was right before, like I said, opening the gym, I was, I was ready to call it quits. I was ready to leave the fitness industry. I was a little bit burned out. I was working hard and, you know, again, all my friends were wildly successful and I was like, okay, it's been six years. Like maybe it's time to, to turn it in and, and go get a real job. And, you know, just that kind of effort mentality of, I don't want to be normal. I want to go create something and I don't want to have a ceiling. I always looked at a job as, Hey, here's the most you can make. And I like having that, you know, kind of fire lit under my butt every day of like, mm -hmm. Hey, Hey, I need to get up and create something. My parents to this day will you know, more joking now that I'm in my forties, you know, when are you going to get a real job? You know, and, and for them, it was so normal. Hey, you wake up, you work nine to five, you do that five days a week, you know, twice a year, you go on a vacation and, and that's it. And they don't realize to be an entrepreneur, you have to wake up and, and it's like, you're dealing with a zombie apocalypse every day. Like I needed to survive. Yeah. And I just need to survive. And, and I think, it's like anything, the more successful you've been and the trend is you will be successful, the easier it is to wake up that way. But you have mm -hmm. to kind of have that first revelation, that first eye-opening moment where, you're, where you do say to yourself, you got this. Right. You Absolutely. have to have that belief. I can't agree with you more on all of your points. And, you know, Jason, it's been really cool, you know, getting to talk to you and, and learning more about your story. Um, you know, because I know Dave is mostly kind of the, the, the poster child for Thunder Bro. And I know that, you know, you're very involved in it. So it's been really cool to hear your perspective from everything and and talk about Thunder Bro. Um I, I have to say the same. It's really cool when you're doing somebody's program or you're you're partaking in somebody's business and then you get the opportunity to sort of hear from them why they came up with it and why it excites them. And so this has just been so cool. Um, before we close out, Jason, I would love to take the opportunity for you to mention any businesses um, that, uh, you know, that have affected your life in a positive way that you'd like to give a shout out to any organizations, charities or causes. Um, likewise, if Thunderbro has any sort of um, donation program for athletes who might be uh, who, who might need funding for programming, I don't know if you guys have anything like that, but anything that our listeners could take a look at and maybe consider contributing to. You know, and I will say when this all happened, it was really amazing to see the community that we were able to create virtually when, when you own gyms and you've owned affiliates, you create these communities, but it's, it's relatively easy. You're all showing up to the same place every day. Mm -hmm. But one thing we were able to create with Thunderbro is this virtual community. And as soon as this pandemic happened, we had at least a dozen people reach out and say, Hey, if someone's struggling, if someone can't afford their membership, we'd like to contribute. We'd like to help them. So seeing that was really really amazing. We don't have any specific charities. I'm very partial to, to the animals out there. So certainly go support, you know, they, they need our help too during this time. And I think a lot mm -hmm. of shelters have done well, you know, with, with people helping out with dogs and cats and other animals. So certainly check that out and, and support your local gym, you know, with, with affiliates being shut down. I know I have close friends that have had to close their doors after working years and years on it. So whether it's getting out there and joining a gym when this all passes or continue to pay for your gym membership during this time, you know, mm -hmm. 
we need those places to be open when the world opens back up. And I think it's important to support them during this time. Absolutely. I think that's fantastic. Um, well, this has been, its again, it's been really, really great. Yeah. I'm so glad we got an opportunity to meet you and talk to you um, and talk a little bit about Thunderbro. So we really appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, and Jason, thank you again so much. And thank you for your time. And, and, uh, yeah. Um, so uh, to our listeners, again, we are talking to Jason Ackerman of Thunderbro. Um, you can check out Thunderbro at, is the correct URL, thunderbro.com? T-H-U-N-D-R-B-R-O. But Thunderbro awesome. with an E will also get you there. That's just not how we we spell it. You know, when, when I came <laughs> on board with Dave, I very quickly realized he is – uh, a genius and he's also very crazy in a good way you know crazy like a fox yeah there was a, there was a few things that we had to we had to tighten up there i always tell people dave's kind of like the lead singer of a band and i'm like the bass player i just got to get him to show up on time <laughs> once, once he does it. it'll be a good show that's awesome and i had the privilege of meeting him he did my uh, cfl1 course and so it was really cool to uh, have that experience but i definitely you can understand see that what you're talking about. <laughs> you, you, and, you know, I've learned over the years that the smartest people are also the crazy. You don't get to be that smart without having a little crazy in you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, thank you again. And we will link the Thunderbro URL and a few other things here to this episode. Again, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you soon, listeners.